Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley it is the 10th of May, 2021. Good evening to you and welcome to another edition of The Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley. I know that it was a great weekend for many of you. Um, it was a Mother's Day weekend and some, of course, your mother is probably not around at this time, but it caused you to reflect and to cherish the moments that you would have shared with your mom. But either way, I know that there were many celebrations all across the world to celebrate the special occasion, Mother's Day. Tonight, I will be speaking to Dr. Patricia Bartlett of Nevis. She launched her candidacy over the weekend for the Nevis Reformation Party. She will be coming up against the Honorable Premier of Nevis, Mark Anthony Graham Brantley, in the next local election. So tonight, I will speak to Dr. Bartlett. But before we do that, let's take a break. We'll hear from the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and Anchor Podcast, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Everyone struggles at times. Even we too have our own struggles. Do you have a loan at the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis and have fallen behind on your payments because of financial difficulties? Have your financial situation changed? If your answer is yes, visit the Development Bank of St. Kitts and Nevis or call 465-2288 extension 1101 or 469-5416 to make an appointment to discuss our debt evaluation and restructuring plan with one of our qualified officers. We are committed to working with you to make a sustained positive difference in your life. Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley And we're back tonight here at the Blue Table And in case you're just joining us for the very first time Remember you can download the Blue Table In your uh, Google App Store you just um, search for the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley or your apps to on your iPhones. You just search for the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley and download the app. You'll be the first to get notifications, breaking news and what's happening with our guest. Like one we have tonight, Dr. Patricia Bartlett. Good evening and welcome to the Blue Table. Good evening, Mervyn, and thanks for inviting me to your table. It's a pleasure and an honor indeed. Great. Now, I, uh, on Saturday, you launched your candidacy on behalf of the Nevis Reformation Party to contest the St. John's seat. You're coming up against the Honorable Mark Brentley. Now, Dr. Patricia Bartlett, Dr. Bartlett, you had such a glow on Saturday night. Um, what was going through your mind? I saw you, you, you kept smiling, you were, you were energized. Um, all the images that I have seen, there was this smile, not one break of a serious face. What was that moment like on Saturday for you? It was exhilarating. It was really something different. I've never really been involved in politics before. Mm -hmm. And just stepping out for the first time and just looking around and welcome and just the atmosphere. I felt good about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I set up, up against the Honorable Mark 
Franklin, we don't know that for sure. Who knows? He may just decide not to run and just let me have the seat. <laughs> um, I, I think, well, that that's maybe wishful thinking for now. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 speaking about the Honourable Premier, and I'm going to get to a number of questions for you. Um, yesterday, he made a post, and I'm not sure what to gather from it, but I'm sure that you will make sense of it. He said, I gather that my dear cousin, Dr. Patricia Bartlett, was launched last night as a candidate to run against me. I welcome the participation of the broadest possible cross-section of the society in the political process and welcome her decision to enter elective politics. Kudos to her. Her success or failure, just like my success or failure, will rest in the hands of the people of my beloved St. John's. The voice, their voice, is the voice of God. Your thoughts on that? Well, it's a reasonable statement for anybody to make. It's a decent statement for him to make. Um, quite the opposite to what he would have might have, you know, made in the past. So mm. I'm glad to see that you know there's a little maturity that went into this particular post. And um, my cousin and I have nothing, well, personally, I have nothing against my cousin, and I'm glad that he recognizes that, for me, this is just about service to the people of Brown Hill, mm-hmm. St. John's, and Nevis by extension. There's nothing to be, you know, between me and him. So even if he didn't put a post, it still wouldn't make a difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we know about Dr. Pat, the first vet in the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis. We know about Pat, who owns the occasions. We know about Pat, who's on the Let's Talk program on a Tuesday night. Tell us about Pat in the community. You would have, I know that you said on Saturday night, you're not one to, to brag about your accomplishments. But of course, if you're running for elective office, the people need to know about Dr. Patricia Bartlett and the community. Yes, I recognize that. Um, even as uncomfortable as I am about talking about the things that I would have done, I <laughs> realize that it is a part of the package. So, um, yes, I've been very active in my community, but I, I think I would have laid that out on, in, well, through mm-hmm. my biography as well as through other speakers. Um, I, I think we would have kind of given people an, a fair exposure as to who Patricia Patrick is as it relates to my interactions in the community and my involvement, you know, in things going on in the community. But um, for those who may not have followed us up to this point, and tonight is the first day hearing about Patricia Bartlett, um, I started my service, and I call it my service because I think that is what probably what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. this is my purpose in life, to serve. Mm-hmm. And so I started as a brownie, you know, remember when we were going to school, they had the girl guides, and then for the little younger ones, before it well, before you get to 11 years old, they allowed us to participate as well, and they call us the brownies. Mm-hmm. You know, so from then, that was my first experience, you know, in, as it relates to a service organization. So I joined that service organization, and um, it was from since then, I've just been involved in community service. I can't see things to be done in the community and not get involved. So whether it is athletics, whether it is it doesn't matter what it is, as long as something is going on in my community, I've always participated. Um, as it relates to leadership in the organizations, I've never ever declined to serve. Mm-hmm. Anytime I was nominated, because I'm not one to nominate myself, um, so anytime I was nominated, I was always there, and I would always stand and say I would accept whatever the position is. Mm-hmm. Um, strangely enough, you know, we have not really had a lot of people in the community, you know, who would stand up as it relates to 
being involved at the executive level, yes. you know, in these organizations. So I, I was quite pleased and I, I took the opportunity and that is what would have helped, you know, to get me to where I am today. Okay. Now, so where you are today, you're with the Nevis Reformation Party. And I understand that we can change our minds. Uh, many of us have done so one shape or form or another. I'll know about that. How did you arrive at this point, though? Why did you leave? Well, well, you're not a, I don't think you were an official card member of the Concerned Citizens Movement Party, but you were supporting the CCM uh, government and the leadership of Premier Mark Brantley. Why did you leave the CCM party? What was that breaking point for you to decide you have to do this and you know what? Let me run. I need to run. I recognize that you've struggled with trying to peg me. You know, you're like, you're not so sure if I was a supporter or you're not so sure how you should, you know, <laughs> refer to my association or lack of association. But I was never a person to get engaged in politics in that way. And mm-hmm. um, I've always said, if I'm going to get involved in any party politics, it must be that I'm running. And so I've never supported the CCM party. I've but I remember, I remember that... Um, no, 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 no. Let me finish the, finish the answer okay. because I've never supported a party. Mm-hmm. I've always been one to elect a representative. I've always participated in electing a representative. I was getting to that because I was about to say, I was about to say, I remember that very popular endorsement you gave regarding the Honorable Premier uh, Mark Brantley. Point me to that again. I think it was back in 2000 and um, not the 17 election, but before that, it was one of the elections and you would have endorsed him. So I was just wondering then what would have, what was the turning point for you this time to say, you know what, I've had enough of this government. I've had enough of the, the, the representation of, of Premier Mark Brantley and I, I am going to serve and I'm going to run. It's simple. I just didn't think that at least St. John's in particular, I just didn't think that we were getting the best representation. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I've seen done, um, uh, and, and I, I'm very critical of people in public office as it relates to how you treat poor people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the lives of poor people has really changed in any significant way, you know, with him being there. And I'm not satisfied. Okay. Just leave it at that. That if we are not satisfied with the representation that we've been, you know, getting, and so I think, I don't know if maybe it just does not the time, mm-hmm. you know, to divide, you know, and, and maybe it has something to do with proportionality as it relates to how much time he pays on other things as opposed to, you know, the issues related to St. John's. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not satisfied, you know, with the representation. Full stop. And you know that, you know, the Chattapat, and you, you, I'm sure you've heard this one. There are those in the CCM who are saying that Pat did not get this, what she wanted and maybe that from a contract to be extended or whatever the case may be. And I smile because that chatter sounds ever so familiar. Um, and they're saying this is why you now decide to run for public office. I, do, you, do you wish to clear that up? It's not something that I necessarily would like to get into, except that I'm at the blue table, so I know I have to answer certain things. For those people who know me, they know that when I do something, it's not about Pat. Pat does not need anything. I'm an accomplished person based on what hard work I have put in as it relates to material things. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything. The premier or anybody else in his cabinet not in a position to give me anything. I don't want anything from them. I'm good. 
And I keep telling people that I am good. And when I say that, I mean that as it relates to material things, I would never get into a into a quarrel with anyone about advancing myself in that mm-hmm. regard. It's not about me. Come on. I've already paid for what I need to pay for. Let me just put it that way. So there's nothing for me and they don't have anything to give me. Even if even if I were in a position that I wanted something, it's not theirs to give anyway. It's not theirs. But then they don't, CCM doesn't have anything that I want. I never asked anything of them. There are things that would have been offered to me that I did not think I should take. And they know what they would have offered to me that I did not take. You know, because it's not about me. It's not about my ego. Yeah, and it's definitely not about me wanting tenure. Definitely not. Okay. And yes, when you're at the blue table, there's stuff that you would have to answer because everyone listens to the blue table and those they are those who would want an answer to that particular question so i'm happy that i i got it out of you um you would have mentioned some of your what you'd like to accomplish i know that you didn't give a whole list because of course there are copycats out there according to what i heard on saturday night but for those who would have missed it some of your ideas um dr patricia bartlett that you would like to share with the people of st john's and the people of nevis that you have in mind if elected to office some of the ideas that I would share here on, at the blue table would definitely still be a repetition of what I would have offered on Saturday night for the same reason, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I have always heard that I sh- you shouldn't reveal the whole hand, you know? Right, right. Play, so I play dominoes too, you know, so there's some <laughs> cards you don't want everybody to see all the cards. Mm-hmm. But definitely as it relates to the development within St. John's, um, I think there's potential for us to engage in some activities that we have not really explored. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to encourage our entrepreneurs to start thinking, you know, wider, you know, and deeper. Um, as it relates to some of the activities that are already established, I think that there's potential for us to expand. And um, there's some things that we can monetize that we have not been able to up to this point. So there's a lot of things that I think I really would like to see as it relates to the development, youth development. Um, there's some activities as well. I, and I spoke about getting the kids involved in music yes. because that is itself is a passion for me as well. Music, I like music. I play a little guitar, you know, self-taught well after getting just the basics from a friend mm-hmm. um and so those are the kind of engagements i would like to see in st john's um i spoke about the marijuana because that is you know potentially a game changer you mm-hmm. know for us and i'm like we, i'm not seeing any movement on it you know and i'm like why aren't we getting ready you know if you hear something is coming get ready mm-hmm. same thing you know you hear hurricane coming every year you hear, get ready mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. i'm trying to get positioned such that when the thing happens, we're right at the front. You know, I don't want us just to get what is left back. You know, I want us to be right at the forefront. And so I'm trying to get all people geared up and prepared. So when the you know opportunities present themselves, then we can really capitalize. Okay. Well, tell you what, we we're going to talk some politics after the break. Um, I'm going to we're going to take a break. We'll hear from Carl and Sons Bakery on Saint Martin and Affluent Homes on Nevis, and we'll be right back. At the Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley, tonight's guest, Dr. Patricia Bartlett. We'll be right back. It's been a while that you're thinking or dreaming of your new home. Let Affluent Homes turn that dream into reality. Leave it to us to deliver. A team of architects and designers have created award-winning designs. We will work with you to develop the distinctive look you envision. 
real estate development, property sales and management, you must think of Affluent Homes Limited. Check out our website at www.affluenthomesnevis.com or email us merchant at merchantlc.com or call us today at 1-869-665-2121. Affluent Homes Limited. I'm very hungry. Whoa, was that your stomach? You need to get on down to Carl and Son's Unique Bakery, your number one spot for sandwiches, pastries, cakes, and more for breakfast and lunch. Are you in a rush? Call in your order at 543-1059 for town and 544-2462 for Cold Bay. Follow their Facebook page to see their daily lunch specials. Carl and Son's, the right choice since 1982. Mervyn Hanley will inspire Mervyn Hanley will empower A voice powerful beyond measure He will keep us strong under pressure Touching the hearts and souls of family You will hear his voice through your tragedy Television online and overseas Tune in to Mervyn Hanley And we're back. Let me say this, um, Dr. Bartlett. The Honorable Mark Brentley, he has demonstrated that on numerous occasions. He has the ability to win elections, and some will argue by substantial margins. Not asking you for specifics, but how do you plan to overcome the incumbent? What is your game plan or game changer? Well, if I tell you, then you might tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I don't trust you, Mervyn. Not that I don't trust you. But you know, things slip sometimes. Right. (laughs) Obviously, I'm new to this. Uh This is not something that I've done before. And so he has that advantage, you know. And um, everybody has their comparative advantage, you know. So obviously, um, I am going up against someone who has a record as it relates to at the level of political engagement mm-hmm. um, I've always been just at the community level you know um, yes. so it's my service record in that regard as opposed to his in government um, so people are going to have to weigh you know what we're presenting to them if it's the same old that he's presenting and people still think that what he's offering is going to advance their lives then I'm going to have a challenge obviously mm-hmm. but if people can at least on an objective basis Look at what he has done. Look at his record compared to mine. Okay, then you can compare apples and oranges. So look at his service record in the community and look at mine, since mm-hmm. we both have that, to establish that. Um, and see what the deficiencies are on his side or on mine. You know, compare that. Um, compare my 40 years in government service, you know, to that of his. And see, you know, so I'm hoping that people would start being objective, you know, being, you know, applying critical thinking to mm-hmm. these things. Um, are you going to continue doing the same thing and expect a different response, you know, um, outcome? Um, so if they want to go with the premier, you know, for the glitz and the glamour, because I don't bring that. I know, I, you know, I don't bring that. I'm too old for that. I'm too mature, mm-hmm. you know, to focus on those kind of things. I'm going to do a little thing, you know, like I took off running the other night, and I was hoping to do. Um, let's you know, let's let's play that, play that clip. We're going to play that clip. Folks can't able to see, but just to hear this clip when you took off running when the baton was handed to you. It was an electrifying moment, so let's do that right now. So, Pat, go on. Here is the button. Here is the button. Keep running.
Okay, that was it right there. <laughs> you, you, you were at, I could tell that you were an athlete. <laughs> but you know, I said to someone, you know, like, okay, well, you took off running, I didn't expect you to run. And I said, you know, I am running like a firm foundation, a firm mm -hmm. foundation. Because I was there in the morning, you know, um, Mervyn, when they were erecting this stage, I was right there. I was helping them build the foundation. Believe it or not, I was wow. there physically helping them. So I knew that the foundation on which I was going to run that evening hmm. was sturdy. And so I took off running without any regard. You know, to the fact that maybe I might fall. If I wasn't there in the morning when uh -huh, you made uh -huh. the foundation, then you understand the argument. Yes. You know, so you yes. have to have a firm footing, and that is the foundation. And, you know, that is what I think that I, I, I got away from that. You mentioned, um, which is a bit surprising to me, and you see why it is important to, to speak about your accomplishments and um, other things. You mentioned just a while ago that um 40 years in, in 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 government that's what you said did i hear you right yes 40 right. years and I, I i i'm that's some um service right there to the to the country and to the people because sometimes you'll hear the premier make remarks about those who are 60 and has not contributed anything so i was just surprised that you're here saying tonight that you contributed 40 years of your life to public service mm-hmm so when he says things like that, they, they really don't apply to me. So I would not even look over my shoulder. You know, if no one called your name, <laughs> are you looking? You know, mm -hmm. so that that could not apply to me. You know, because it was forty years of selfless service. I could have been elsewhere. Because when I graduated from Tuskegee University, I graduated, you know, close to the top of my, you know, mm -hmm. my class. So opportunities present themselves to you. You don't have to go up begging when that happens. And a lot of people don't come back here, and that is the reason why. Because they're snapped up, you know, because you come out of school, you have the potential, you know, you have people there who are recruiting. Mm -hmm. You know, so I could have stayed because I was married to an American citizen mm -hmm. at the time. I could have stayed, you know, and I could have pursued a different, you know, course, yes. you know, in life. But that was not my intention. My intention was to come back here and serve my people, you know. And I, I knew I wasn't going to come back and be a millionaire, you know. But I decided I was going to come back because that is what I think my purpose in life is. It's about service to my people. Hmm. And now, so 40 years, mm -hmm. I, I, I paid my dues, and I've always said that, you know. I paid my dues, I came back, and I paid my student loan, and I put in the years because, you know, we want need this to develop. Yes. Now, um, you mentioned that you're pretty new to the political arena, but when we look at the, um, the composition of the Nevis Reformation Party, it is also, at this time, that is, um, it is fair to say that the team, the, the candidates, they are also... Um, pretty new themselves to the political scene. A matter of fact, all of you are new to the political scene, with the exception, well, um, the Honorable Cleon Stapleton Simmons would have been there from last year, I believe, March of last year. She's relatively new. Yes, exactly. So how confident are you in your team to be competitive in the upcoming local elections? I have confidence that our team you know, is a team that has the potential to do good mm -hmm. and to do well. Um, and the reason why I say that is because we don't come with the baggage. Mm -hmm. You understand? And this is not to, you know, about casting aspersions on those who would have preceded us. Yes. It is just a level of confidence that in the political arena, I think that it is good when you do not come with that kind of baggage and people are, trying, are seeking an alternative to what they would have seen before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mind you, we still have some 
legacy issues to deal with because I've heard people say, oh, I'm not going to vote for NRPP because, but I'm, my job now is to convince those people that this is a new yes. disputation. This is a new NRP. You can't be flogging me for what my grand, great-grandparents would have done, you know? So yes, yes. That is, you know, so, I mean, I know people, some people run on the record of other people, you know, but I don't want to be able to have to fight those struggles. It, it is a struggle in itself mm-hmm. just to put yourself out there. You know, but I'm like, whatever they would have done in the past, please let that work with them. Yes. Don't leave it for me to have to deal with, you know. So I'm, I would be appealing to the electorate, please don't judge me because of what someone else would have done ahead of me. Because it's not as if well, this is the ideology of the party. It is, you know, people would have done things because they're human, you know, and people behave differently. So whatever my predecessors would have done, let them go. You know, they've already exited the stage. Let that die with them. That is not a legacy that is fair to hold me to. Well, well, even if it's not a legacy to hold you to, the, your, your um, opponent will make sure whatever legacy that is, if it's a bad one or, or not too good one, they will hold you to that. They will tie you to that. So get ready for that. Well, they will try. They will try. And I... And I yeah, we're gonna try and get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, the the realistic thing is, um, I don't. You made a statement on. We're almost wrapped up. You made a statement on Saturday night. I I can't remember word for word, but I it has to. It had to do with um, compromising one's integrity to win an election. Now something along that line. Now I wanted to know what you mean by that, and then um, what did you mean by that? And if you're talking about, I know folks, there are folks out there who are saying, who would say, um, oh, they don't need monies to win an election. And when I say need monies to win an election, I'm talking about resources. You need a lot of resources nowadays to win an election, right? I am not talking about necessarily buying votes per se. But, well, you can say a radio ad is a, a buyer vote anyway. But I'm talking about the overall campaign path whether it's Nevis or anywhere in the Caribbean, it takes a whole lot of money. Now, we understand, I don't know, but it appears that the CCM, when it comes to elections and the premier, that there's a whole lot of money to go around. Uh, how do you plan to stand up to that and win over that hurdle right there, if it's a hurdle at all? Well, I'm not trying to suggest that a man should use his money. You know, I can't advise a man how to use his money, mm-hmm. but I can advise people what activities they ought not to engage in. Mm-hmm. And when the constitution says that you should not bribe people, that you should not um, treat people, then we have to qualify exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to do otherwise, it means that we are breaking the very laws that we have put there you know, to promote mm-hmm. and to defend. I am not accusing the, the premier of engaging in bribery. I've heard enough talk around to understand that that seemed to be a strategy that mm-hmm. has been used in the past, you know, mm-hmm. for teams that have won. And all I'm saying is we need to stop it. We mm-hmm. need to cut it out. No, it ought not to go into another election cycle, you know, because that compromises the integrity not only of the election process, but at the end of the day, people do not have trust in the government. Because like I said on Saturday night, and I will keep repeating, people who engage in bribery, that is just the tip of the iceberg. Those people, fundamentally, they have an issue as mm-hmm. relates to trust. You cannot trust them. Because if a person going to bribe you, it means that they'll collect bribe from elsewhere. And that is very concerning. And so I would ask whoever involved in the bribery, trying to buy votes, to stop it. 
And I'm not just saying that because I don't have the money to pay people to, you know, to vote. Because even if I had the money to pay people to vote, I would never do that. Mm -hmm. Because I recognize that that is undermining our democracy. At the end of the day, we are not any better off if we engage in that kind of thing. Because to win is one thing, to govern is another thing. If you're not prepared to govern, to govern, then you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be able to just buy your position. And this ought to be more than just buying a position. It ought to be about representing people. So when people buy your vote, they have no regard for you after that. Because mm. as far as the concern, your guys are settled. Mm -hmm. It was an exchange. And so we need to get away from that kind of politics, I think, you know. It is very concerning, and I, I in that I, I I assume you have your running shoes. You if you if you don't have the money, at least you have the shoes to to walk up and down St. John's. It's a very large constituency, but you have the the, the tennis shoes or whatever shoes to, to 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 go house to house. Yes, Mervin, but I'm still at, well. If anyone were to send me any shoes, let them just send skates because I have enough walking shoes for now. Uh -huh. But I have a skating program. Anyone wants to send me any? Anything related to shoes, send me some skates, some roller skates. I might get to the village faster. Now, as we wind down, though, um, just a few minutes, uh, people are still afraid, Pat, as you know of, and I guess because of the society we live in, of openly supporting um, people in politics. And I'm sure you would have encountered this. What's your message to the electorate in St. John's who... We may be afraid of uh, political intimidation or political victimization. Um, Mervyn, we have to be real. This thing exists, you know, and um, it's not right the way it is being done. In that, if you're currently supporting blue, you can wear whatever you wish. You can be on social media, you mm -hmm. know, promoting and, you know, supporting the premier and all his other cabinet members. But if you happen to just be aqua or a little shade less than blue, mm -hmm. you know, and you come out and you, 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 you don't even have to wear a color. If someone just suspect that you're not fully supporting the CCM, mm -hmm. then someone comes after you. I was like, in this day and age, I was so, I'm so surprised that this thing is still happening. And I'm so disappointed because I expected better for my cousin. To be quite honest with you, mm -hmm. I didn't expect him to tolerate that kind of thing, and be a part of it, it seems. Just yesterday, a young person pulled up next to me in Brown Hill, and he said, hmm, careful mind, because the Premier going to come after you and your family now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? People have that perception in the society, and that is scary. Hmm. We ought not to be afraid of our government. You know how you're going to elect somebody today, and then tomorrow you're afraid of them? We need to stop that kind of thing. But it's reality. So what I would say to anybody, you don't have to support me outwardly. Understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can be very covert about it. I don't. I don't. It does because it has nothing to do with my ego or anything like that. And good thing is, right now we have the COVID, you know, protocol <laughs> to observe. So I don't really expect a crowd. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, <laughs> it yes. Good for me. It would work good for me if only 150 people show up, but you know, 12,000 people vote for me. You understand? Yes, yes. So let. You know, I'm not asking anyone to put their job on the line because things are tight. You know, life is hard. Do not jeopardize your livelihood, people. You know, I just want people to be able to vote when the time comes. You know, we'll, you know, be steady about it 
um, think about what you really want to do. You know, we, we need to be sober as we are, you know, we go into the, the, the polling booth. Don't let anybody fool you. If, I'm not suggesting that you take anybody's money, but what I'm saying is you don't have to come out in your green to support Pat. Green is not necessarily my favorite color either. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about wearing my favorite color. It is about knowing what you want for your country and making sure that you do your part when the time comes to make sure that you get what you want for your country. So no matter with the colors, you could be a white. I've said to my family, you all don't have to come close. You understand? I know the support that I have and the corners where I can get my support from, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to expose my family. I'm not going to expose my friends. And I certainly would not support, expose my supporters. Mm -hmm. You guys do what you have to do. Be quiet about it. They say you cannot catch monkey and make noise. I cannot make noise and catch monkey. Mm -hmm. So be quiet. Let me make the noise because as I'm concerned, there's nothing that anybody can do to me at this point in my life. And the premier could don't play six as much as he likes because I am thinking that I would want, I will, I would reach to 90 or 90 plus because, mm-hmm. you know, longevity seems to be a little thing in the family. So I'm preparing for them. So you're not going to shut me up 60, 30 years earlier before I exist. You understand what I'm saying? Because for him, that seemed to be a strategy. I said, from when 60 is old, mm-hmm. well, okay, I'm 60, but I'm sure that you don't see me looking older than the premier. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. Patricia Bartlett, um, let me, I was about to wrap up, but you mentioned something that I want to touch on. And it's, and it's really a pity that we're having this conversation about the intimidation and victimization and how you so, um, you, you just articulated it. I mean, you just broke it down and it is, it is sad listening to that kind of, um, um, tone from you because of what, um, is taking place at the moment. Now, you mentioned your family and then really wrap up. You, you, you said you don't want your family to be exposed. And interesting that you say that because you will hear the chatter. Well, maybe you want them to believe that too, <laughs> but you will hear the chatter with some in the sissy. I'm on the other side. They're saying that your family is not supporting you. Well, people can say what they want. Um, I don't know that the premier's family, family is supporting him either. <laughs> you know, so people can always speculate, you know, because if I were in the premier, well, if I were that close, I, well, I could, I'm part of the premier's family, but I don't support him. I don't expect 100% support from anybody at any time, mm-hmm. but I just. I'm confident that I would have enough support and, and you know, to make me comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Good. Yes. I understand. So I don't want them to start picking out, like, I wonder if that one of my family would support me as opposed to that one. Mm-hmm. No, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. That is not, that is not even relevant at this point in time because I know that I'm not going to get 100% support from the electorate and neither would the premier. But why you want to target people as to who, you know, whether it is my family vote for me or my enemy or whoever it is who votes for me, I'm going to accept whatever vote that I get, you know, but to just bring up my family. Why? Hmm. Why? I was like, why? And um, It's not like the votes that you get from your family going to be more than, you know, valuable than those that they get from the ordinary one. Very true. Very true. Your final words to the people of Nevis, the people of St. John's, while you're here at the Blue Table. My final words, I'm just going to thank everybody for coming out Saturday night and for the outpouring of love that I'm getting and for those people who have to remain silent. Um, I appreciate you. I know that you're there and I'm going to work my hardest to make sure that we try to win this. We try to change the direction that Nevis is currently on because we really 
need a change and we need to be able to look out for the poor people. And in St. John's, we have the most poor people in the, you know, in the Federation. And it pains my heart to see it. And so we must change the status quo. Thank you very much. Dr. Patricia Bartlett of the NRP's, um, she launched her candidacy on Saturday night in Brownhill and she'll be coming up against the Honourable Premier, Mark Anthony Graham Brantley. This has been The Blue Table with Mervyn Hanley. Do join me again tomorrow evening. Rohan Isles will be in and we will chit-chat on trending stories, including the recent launch of Dr. Patricia Bartlett. We will talk tomorrow, same time. Have a good night, everyone. Mervyn Hanley will inspire. Mervyn Hanley will empower. A voice for a Caribbean major. He will keep us strong under pressure. Touching the hearts and souls of family. You will hear his voice to your tragedy. Television online and overseas. Tune in to Mervyn Hanley.